This copyrighted podcast of the James Perspective has been paid for and funded by James M. Wilkerson. Any rebroadcast, reproduction, or other use of this podcast are a permutation and combination of words and sentences used in this podcast without the express written consent of James M. Wilkerson and the James Perspective is strictly prohibited. Good morning, gentlemen. How we doing? Good morning, James. Good morning, James. <laughs> it is. Um, I I went to bed last night sometime around between one and one fifteen. No, one fifteen and one one forty five, somewhere in there. I uh, let me tell you what happened, Mister IT Man. I, I'm I'm working with a a um, a um, large Adobe document of 1900 pages and what i was doing and I, it was sent to me like that so 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 what i always do is i make immediately make a backup where i don't touch it or anything like that so that you know nobody can say i added or subtracted i have the original copy of it that they send me then i then i will if i'm doing records what we'll do is we'll put blank sheets in them saying this on 1101 you know 2020 uh, it went to Franklin Medical Center, right? So it'll have a cover page for that day's stuff. So then you can go create bookmarks and easily work through it when you're writing a position paper. All right, we do that on all of our, but I was doing this one because we were short of secretary and we're trying to get, get it written immediately. So last night, I'm saving that thing constantly. Save, 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 because in case it crashes, I don't want to lose all that work. And at around 11.30, everything that I typed on those cover sheets turned to boxes with X's in them for the letters, and it would not convert back. What caused that? What caused that? Um, I, I don't know what caused that. Um, maybe a font, maybe a glitch in the software or a font change. Well, I would say that Adobe, as much as I love Adobe Pro, it ought to be Adobe Pro font error. It ought to just go ahead and put it in its name. I mean, I, it, 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 it all the time crashes on you and stuff like that. Guess what I'm getting ready to do right now, seeing that I didn't get to sleep last night. I'm taking my Vivance, and I'm chasing it with a five-hour energy. Pray for me. There you go. That'll get you going. Ah, all right. With all of that said... What is going on at the border in, in, in Texas? Now, I'm, I'm sure that Louisiana is taking all this very serious. It sounds like there's a war down there. That's what they're making it sound like. And that, um, you know, Louisiana is right there. So if Texas doesn't win, we'd be next. Yeah. What's going on? What, I mean, you, what's this, we'll start with, I mean, the obvious thing we got to talk about is this this bill that, that um, um, Biden's people. The that, border bill? I put it up. And well, yeah, that's in D.C. Do you want to know what's going on at the border or at Washington District of Crime? Yeah. Yeah. yeah we, well, there's, there's there's all kinds of – we really <laughs> – I, I do believe that we could talk three hours on this and not repeat ourselves if we exactly. try. Uh, you, know, you know, we start with uh, you know, um, Big Mike Johnson said that um, that – this thing was dead on arrival, but it, oh, he also said he was going to release all the J6 tapes for you know, 4,000 hours or something of it. And he said he wasn't going to do any Ukraine bills or any 
stopgap, you know, ceilings, you know, uh, debt ceiling mitigate uh, legislation. You can tell I've slept. But Big Mike Johnson, Big Mike Johnson has failed us on all of those things. So I don't I don't trust Big Mike Johnson at all. That's the only way I can remember his name now. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) He, uh, well, Mike Johnson, (laughs) big Mike Johnson. He's, he's Obama's spouses, Johnson. Um, anyway, uh, so, so this bill, everything that, that I've seen, of course, it's a 300 page bill. Has anybody read it, or do we have to pass it to find out what's in it? Uh, they say they've read it, but you have a divergence of opinion as to what's in it from the people who say they've read it. That I don't know that you can make heads or tails of it anyway. Well, three hundred so, pages of legislation. There's no way you could digest it. You might, you might read it, but not twenty four hours. No. Right. Yeah. You, you and you won't remember it. I mean, you can't. You know, because it'll have sub been sub uh, sub part B of Addendum A six, um, third sentence. You know, that's yeah. you'll refer back to it. You got to go back and look at that. There's no way you could read that thing. And but um, the fact that see, my thing is, is that I, as the legislature, would say I don't care if I like the bill. We're not passing it unless I have time to read it. Because I, you know, in the in the um, Federalist Papers, I don't know if you ever read those things, they are quite remarkable. One of the things they say is senators, the reason they give them six years and and, uh, and no uh, term limits is they want people who know every word of every law. They So you don't just go, the House of Representatives can't come in and make a real quick change. It screws up the whole legal, you know, the whole, the whole framework of the laws. And so the whole idea is that they can take their time. The Senate should never be in a hurry, and they should take their time and read all the bills and say, hey, well, no, that doesn't. This is, I know this is an immigration bill, but this doesn't really fit in with the Voting Right Act. This is going to conflict with that. It's going to create problems. We're going to end up being Supreme Court. We need to re- re- rewrite this thing. because, And they're supposed to know all the laws. Well, they can't know this 300 pages, much less all of the federal laws. It's gotten ridiculous what they're doing. Yeah. There's just no way. And so nobody's read this thing. That's all I need to know. We're not passing it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we, why couldn't we pass a bill that says you, I don't know, it would be really cool if a president went up there and said, okay, I will not sign any bill that's over a page long. You got, if you can't decide in a page, then I don't need to sign it. I won't. I don't care if I agree with it. Do you know how many pages of a law it would take to write a law? A law could only be a page? <laughs> yeah, it's a 400 page bill to do that. Anyway, <laughs> you know, the president, the president would just have to say it. He just have to Executive say it. Executive That's right, because he just say, hey, I'm going to veto. Yeah, I won't do it if it's got more than one page. Yeah, All right. Or, you know. The president could actually do that, right? And just not sign it ever, no that, matter whether he agreed with it or not. I went to a comments page on one of those articles. I, I knew I didn't have time to read the articles just to see what the people were saying about it. And I wish I hadn't done it because now I don't know what's in the thing. But supposedly, it only applies to people from Mexico, this border bill. There is a provision, as I understand it, that they would not count 
Mexican Mexican encounters and Canadian encounters as part of encounters for the counting of the 5,000 before they shut down the border. Unaccompanied minors don't count either. Right. So sex trafficking would still be fine, you know. Did you see that Glenn? That part. <laughs> you see that Lynn Wood quote I sent to you? Someone asked him if he watched the Grammys. He said, no. He said, I want to watch child per- perverts and child molesters. I would watch C-SPAN. <laughs> That's a pretty good quote. I don't care who you are. <laughs> anyway, um, I, I, yeah, it, it, so there's that. Um, does someone want, can either one of you, no, of course, there's no way that any of us has read it. Let's just, just give that disclaimer now, right? Neither, none of the three of us have had time to read that 300 page bill, correct? Correct. Is it available I online? I don't even know. Uh, so we're going by know, our. Because, uh, so let's we're going by, you know, a lot of. Well, I mean, I've gotten all, all my information from X. Okay, so okay, let's do this. Uh, Senator Mike Lee is posting, uh, and his handle, by the way, is at based. Hold on, Mike Lee. hold on, Glenn, hold on, hold on. Let's do this. Let's without getting into it. Let's just say what sources we've used, so people will know where we're coming from. I, of course. Go with the, I, 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 of course, look at Instapundit. That's my go-to place. They have very little on it, but it sounds similar to what is on Gateway Pundit, which makes me sound like it. And, 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 and Instapundit, by the way, is primarily lawyers, okay? Not not all the way, probably half lawyers, all right? Then then I, then I went to uh, Gateway Pundit, which you know how they are. You can't even trust yeah. their headlines. I, I go there because they're the firstest with the worstest. And then... And then um, um, I will some, I will go to Revolver sometimes. All right, I have that. I did not go to Revolver this time. That's where I'm getting my source, and that from the comments, and that's in 15 minutes. Where did you go, Dwayne? Because I want to let Glenn start off with the Mike Lee thing. I, I'm listening to pundits on their radio shows on the Patriot Channel and also Fox News. Can you? Well, Fox News is communist. That's good. That's good. So we know we got the communist viewpoint. So, so what did? So which which people were you listening to on that network? On um, you said you listened to some, some Patriot Channel. Yeah, yeah, I I listened to uh, Mark Levin, okay, and Andrew Wilkow and Sean Hannity. Okay. And in the morning, sometimes I listen to uh, Doc Webb. All right, so that's where he got his off the dark web. Doc oh. Webb, Doc Webb, not dark web. <laughs> Doc. I heard you. I'm messing with you. All right, Glenn. Now, where did you get yours? Uh, most of mine has come from two sources, uh, Twitter X or X and Revol- uh, Reason Magazine, which had a little article on it. Okay. Um, so with that in mind, Mike Lee is your primary source this time because I've, I've seen your outline. It's quite Pretty much, yeah. Mike Lee is because it's, you know, he just puts out this stuff. Now, this disclaimer, this is Steve Lee's brother, correct? I don't think it's Steve Lee. They might be related, though. They do tweet a lot. <laughs> a lot of likes. So they might be related distantly. I don't, I'm not sure. There's no but, way uh, Mike Lee's as funny as Steve. Okay. Now, probably not. But right, where is he? Who is he again? Who's Mike Lee? He's a Utah uh, senator from Utah. And his Twitter... <laughs> You can find him on Twitter at, now get this, at based Mike Lee. 
Twitter. You, know, you, you, you would think that you misspoke when you said he's a Utah senator from Utah, but after the latest yeah, appointment, yeah. well, wait, wait, after the latest appointment to be senator in California, you don't have to be a California senator from California. You can be from Maryland. Yeah. <laughs> so well, you can be Somalian, you know, and, and be an agent for Somalia in our government. You know what I'm talking about? That that when Feinstein died or whatever, that that spot came open and he appointed. A person to be the senator from California. She lived in Maryland. Remember that? Yeah. Yeah. So this is Utah senator from Utah. From Utah. Okay. Utah senator from Utah. <laughs> All right. Let's go with it, man. I've got a vibe and some five hour energy. I'm popping. Let's do this. Oh, yeah. Um, he is. He posted. What did he call it? He called it um, my dirty dozen disasters in the so-called border deal. Uh, and basically the catch and release is what they call codified, which means, you know, they, they actually formalize catch and release. Um, it's up to 1.8 million illegals to enter before temporarily closing the border because there's a 5,000, it has to average 5,000 a day or uh, 8,500 in a single day or to trigger a closing of the border. <laughs> so if it's rainy and you only get 2,000 in on one day, you can add another three the next. Yeah, basically. <laughs> uh, you know, basically, you know, it makes it okay to cross the border. But, uh, and it has several loopholes because it doesn't count unaccompanied children in that encounter nor Mexican people or Canadian people. And it limits the uh, number of days each year you could do that to 270, I believe, uh, to 205. And it also allows the president to reopen the border any time it is in the national interest, quote-unquote. He does that anyway. So basically... You know, I don't know. It's a, a subsidized, taxpayer-funded legal counsel for illegal aliens. I'm not sure I'm whole, totally against that, but I don't understand the details of that. Say it again? It, it subsidizes taxpayer-funded legal counsel for illegal aliens. Oh, it means, um, that, it means that they get an injured defender to represent them. Okay, yeah. The public uh, no, no. Yeah. Then expands the parole instead of limiting it uh, to meaningfully limit the president's Biden's abuse of parole. Well, uh, oh, you know, yeah. do you know what that means? Parole? That doesn't no. mean what you think it does. Parole? I think let I them, huh, go ahead. Let them out on their own, and they just have to show up. I don't think that. See, I don't think court. that's. I don't. I'm not. We need to get Sarah in here. She'll explain that. But parole. Yeah. And immigration means something completely different. Let me finish real quick. I think I could I could dispense with it really quick. Parole in, in criminal law means that you put up money or or a bond of some type in order to get out to make sure that you appear at court. That's I don't think that's what they mean here. Parole here means that you can leave the country even even though you don't have um, you did not go through processing the first time you you crossed the border illegally. Um, right. That those people can leave the country and come back if they get parole in advance. That's something I think that 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 we I have been wanting to increase that for a long time because 
I've been knowing uh, some people who have lived here that are practically their whole lives and they can't go to the grandmother's funeral or something. I'd like to have something for those people to be able to get some kind of advanced parole without yanking them at the border. But I don't, yeah. I don't, I don't, I, that be careful about what you're interpreting there. And that's the whole thing about the, you know, this border deal. It has this language that we're used to using one way, yet it's totally right. different. Right, right. And, and, it, and that's something that's pretty, um, you know, it, and there's also nothing in it to, to deport illegals. Um, you know, he doesn't, his Homeland Security can't deport anybody anymore, apparently. Uh, what are you doing? The Afghan Adjustment Act, which I'm not totally opposed to, um, you know, but they're not vetting them. You know, there's a lot of Afghans who helped us in the Afghanistan war who are our allies and who risk their lives for American soldiers that are kind of languishing over in, you know, camps across the way that aren't being. Uh, and they're here in the country and they have no legal you know, status. You would try to fix that, but I'm very, I don't know. And to me, that seems like a big loophole that they'd use for something else besides what it's for. Um, no immediate funding for the wall. There, there's just a whole bunch of just holes in this thing. That, plus it has, why do we have Ukraine and Israel? funding in this bill is stupid it's not about the border it's about money laundering for our politicians mm -hmm. um that's that's the part that you know makes me say no we don't need to pass it because it's got ukraine money and israeli money israel has a better um debt ratio in other words they can borrow money easier because their country isn't doesn't have a huge deficit why are we lending them? Why are we sending them money? They don't need it. Well, uh, we need, we need it more Israel, than they do. I think we should help Israel get that. But they have a better uh, credit than we do. I mean, it's American last. That's that's what we have been for quite a while now, and including the Republican Party. I mean, that's how, you know, and I want to tell you something. I, I, I think you can go back a long time because before this podcast, I was I would, I would post on the uh Bulldogs, Barks, and Bikes, they have a political side. And I was, I have been anti-Republican Party for a long time, and I've been wanting to crash and burn, thinking he's going to get it over with. And that may be what's happening right now. Uh, the, the Republican Party is, 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 could stop all of that, Glenn. That's the thing. We know the Democrats, know. Just, they'll spin, spin, spin. I know you know that. I'm, I'm just said your name. I know well, you, know. Well, you know, Mike Lee, Mike Lee does call it the firm. And the firm, in his opinion, is McDonald and Schumer. They're the firm, and they they actually had one guy who voiced who was a senator. He, uh, gosh, I'm sorry, I didn't have his name, but he is a senator from uh, Oklahoma, I believe. Uh, yeah, John Solomon, senator for Sen No, I'm sorry, Senator Langford. Oh, from Oklahoma. Uh, oh, yeah. speaking of that, how did I forget? R.I.P. Travis Tritt. That's his name. Not his name. What is it? Is it? His name is Toby Keith. Toby Keith. That's it. I'm, I don't know my country stars. I should. He's from Oklahoma. And my parents are from yeah. Oklahoma. Toby Keith. Uh, he's, uh, he, you, they, they say, you, what, what y'all were telling me, he's a real likable fella. Was. Yeah. He's a patriot. Um, 
good entertainer, wrote, you know, uh, a lot of songs, a songwriting machine, I would say. Um, he'll live on through his songs, I'm pretty sure. And, uh, but he's been battling stomach cancer, which mm. is just a horrible cancer, um, for the last few years. And he died yesterday at 63, I believe. Mm. So, wow. rest in peace to him. Well, Dwayne, you've been awfully silent. What do you have to say about this? Well, um, it's interesting that these couple of uh, senators that been have been in secret hiding, writing and negotiating all this stuff after the text was released hours late. What Sunday night? I think is when they released it. That first they said yeah. five Eastern, then it was six Eastern, and it didn't get released. I think after seven Eastern. Um, by the next morning, they were all proclaiming, "No, no, no, no! Y'all misunderstand! Y'all misunderstand!" And they're trying to give their interpretation of what the words of the text mean when everybody else that's reading it is coming up with a different understanding. So. Right there, it should be dead on arrival. If the text is not understandable with us reading it, um, what do you think radical judges are going to rule? That's a good when point. When they have good the point. issues that go up before them. So right there is a, is a no-go. It should be thrown in the trash and told them, start over. And maybe would you want to work with somebody in the House? Because the House says it's dead on arrival as well. Yeah, but that's one, of the problems, one of the problems is the 4,000 number that they got in there. They come about to five thousand to shut down the border, supposedly. Well the four there's a four thousand number in there that says when you hit four thousand the president could opt to invoke emergency. So basically what it sounds like they're saying is we want to hamstring the next president, maybe Trump, where he can't do crap until it at least hits four thousand of just the ones we want to count. Mm. So they're trying to take presidential powers that they have now away from the president, but only in one direction, to force down their throat additional illegal immigration. You know, that's a very good point about the vagueness of the of the statute. If we can't understand it, they need to not pass it because liberal right. judges, liberal judges have trouble understanding shall not be infringed. Exactly. Yeah, yeah they do. They think that means, oh, we can infringe it if we find an old law that says, you know, you couldn't have, uh, I don't know, uh, you couldn't have a gun in a party or something like that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's like my dad. I think my dad said it. Someone else may have. But he said, give government emergency powers will always be an emergency. Yeah, I think. Yeah, 100%. Yes, sir. Look. Well, here, here's my opinion, just looking, is if you're saying, well, we got to pass this law so that we can deal with people coming in and we'll adjudicate it more quickly and we'll give some of the Border Patrol agents adjudication authority so they can make decisions on the spot. Well, they were doing that before. They were able to ask some simple questions to decide if they even qualify right. for asylum. Right. And they took those powers away from them. Now they're wanting to say, well, we're going to get, officially give them those powers, um, but there's a big backlash over that, whether they want to allow that or not. And then um, they're also saying um, that that we want to allow this flow to keep coming in and almost never really shut it down unless it gets too bad. The, the problem is, what are you going to do about the three to four years of overflow as it is? I think we should shut it down. 
Because some of these people are talking six, seven, eight years before a court date. Shouldn't we let that funnel get down lower before we start allowing more illegals in the country? I'm not talking about legal immigration. I'm talking about only purely illegal immigration. Well, I mean, it's, you know what, the way I see it is a lot, it's a lot of the times, all right, you walk into a classroom, you're, you're a teacher of, of junior high. And that to me would be the hell on earth to teach those kids because I've coached them. They're hilarious at that age. They got, they're, 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 their hormones have kicked in, but their brain has not. <laughs> and so you go into a class and, and somebody's written something dirty on the board and everybody had to have seen them write it. And, and nobody will say anything about it, right? Well, you punch the whole class in, you know. Of course, I've never encouraged ratters, but my point I make it is, is that you, sometimes you have to take action where innocent people are, are, are affected. And right now, I would shut it down. I really would. I just go, look, this is totally a mess, and we're going to shut it down. We're not going to let anybody in right now in at least six six months. I would, or maybe three. I would say it's got to stop for a while because because I don't I don't know where we are. Now, the funniest thing I've seen on this thing is it's not just Hispanics. It's, you know, people from the Middle East and, and even China. And I laughed because I saw, I didn't read it, but I saw Sarah Hart made a comment to an article. She, they said there's Chinese nationals are coming through. She said, oh, they're probably legit. China's in trouble financially. Yep. <laughs> so so uh, this morning on Fox News, they showed a, um, a chart on there, and I wrote this down. Um, so fiscal year 22 and 23, here's the totals for these nationals. Afghan, 6,386. Egyptians, 3,156. Iranians, 659. Syrians, 659 too many. Russians, 12,605. Chinese, 26,113. All right, we need to let those... Russians in if they're females because the farmers are lonely. <laughs> farmers only. Yeah. <laughs> they show you with those wheels, those those booted women, but that's not who they want. I can tell you from experience that the single farmers they want Russians. I don't know how it's happened, but it's in there. <laughs> but anyway, so so let me let me. Do it. You know how I regress, digress, move back. I got to ask you something, Dwayne. You say you listen to Hannity, um, and I'm being all it's all sincerity. You know, I'll go after. Not, not. It's not a daily or weekly thing. You can only listen to so much of his voice. Yeah, because he's to me, he's the worst interviewer I've ever heard. I've never. Yeah. I, I just that guy is an idiot in my book, and I was just curious what you thought of him. I and and, and it, you know, I made. I, I went after Taylor Swift because that was to make, you know, to, to go against Glenn and, and Sarah for fun on Conspiracy Friday. I went after that woman. Um, but I'm seriously, I don't know anything about her. I can't tell you if her music's good or anything. I can't tell you one song ever that she has sung. Okay, not not even one. Well, I've heard Hannity interviews. I know that guy, and I'm being absolutely serious. I think he sucks, and I just wonder what you thought. I mean, it's okay if you like him. I mean, it's okay if you're gay. It's okay. I'm not wrong with that. <laughs> well, I, I don't like his 
voice and his tone is inflections. I think he's really crappy as a, a auditory person. Um, yeah. But as far, as far as the people that he gets on and the information you can glean from the interviews, regardless of the, okay. the quality of it and the nature of his questions, you still can get some information out of what he's doing. Uh, well, let me give you an example of, of one of the reasons I really, really dislike the guy. All right, so so you know they have that Univision, that Hispanic. Yeah, Univision. Yeah. All right, is he, I think they say Univision. Anyway, um, they the the guy that's the main anchor on their news. Okay, Leticia. He went down to, um, I guess it was uh, Venezuela that was having that. that you remember, they were trying to overthrow the tyrant they have there, yeah. and so the anchor. Goes down there and he's liberal, 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 commie. He's got Jorge, Jorge is his name, George, Jorge. All right, so he goes down to, to Venezuela and he gets kidnapped, held hostage for several days, eating roach food. You know, it was bad. Now, this guy was primed, primed to turn into a conservative. And he goes, he calls Hannity's. I want to be on your show to tell you what happened. So he's, I think he's sending out an olive branch to the right. Go, man, you're right about these leftists. They're nothing but a bunch of, of ruthless tyrants. That freaking Hannity took every little thing Orhe ever said, threw it in his face, and that guy left in disgust the liberal that he was. He just stayed that way because he didn't like the right either. I, I, he, he missed that opportunity. He should just shut up and let Orhe tell. The story about being held hostage by communists, how bad it is, and that if it weren't for Donald Trump, he'd still be in there. Donald Trump got him out. And, and, and it sucks that, that Hannity did that. So, you know, I, you, you know, and again, I go once, maybe a month over to, uh, to, to um, Lynn Wood's uh, Telegram page. But one of the funny things he does is he has adults. And one of them has, you know how dogs look at you like, what? You know, like, what do you, you know, I don't trust you. You know how they turn sideways to do that. He'll put a picture of somebody that, that, uh, that Lynn Wood doesn't trust and then put that dog looking at him. So that way you know that, that Lynn Wood doesn't trust them. Well, one of the people that he has that picture with is Sean Hannity. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I didn't go off on that. But when you said that, I was going like, maybe there's somebody that likes him. But what you're saying is he's on that show. And he does have some people on there that add to your knowledge base. Yep. Okay. I can accept that. When I'm driving, sometimes I don't have any choice. That's the only thing on. I got you. Yeah. And, it, and you don't want to stream when you're driving. You want to go straight. Do you have like, like satellite radio or something? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. I got you. I got you. I, that's just my opinion on him. I, I really, like I said, I don't really have an opinion on Taylor Swift. I haven't heard her sing. But I have an opinion on that guy. What's his, what Orhe's last name? That made me so mad he, he blew that. Well, I think this whole border thing, um, Elon Musk, you know, I, we talked about it the other week when he posted um, or on his uh, tweeted on X. Is, are they still going to call it a tweet since it's not Twitter? But what are, they, what are you going to call it? When a twat. A message on X. It a post. It's a twat. That's. If you tweet today, see today I tweet. Tomorrow I will have tweet 
I will have tweeted. I don't know. Yes, I don't know water. what word that begins with an X that you can use. Yeah, well, they're calling it post. Excuse me. That's what most do. They have a post on X. That's how you say it without saying tweet. Okay. All right. So uh, Elon posted on X. So he he, put, he twatted. So he he twatted on there that the uh, mass immigration policy was the Democrats' long-term goal of one-party rule because they would fast-track these people eventually to become citizens and get them to vote. But he took a step further than that. These these would be dedicated voters. And I'm saying it's not just that. Whether they ever succeed in getting these people nationalized and registered voters or not, they're going to vote because they're warm bodies here in 2030 and try to win back the uh, House of Representatives through right. the census taking. Well, the most amazing thing was it was someone He's also posted about that. Uh, I, I hadn't seen that. Yeah, he, yeah, on the board, he was heating up. He was posting every other second. And he mm. was talking about every problem with the border deal and how that there was, how can this be, you know, he would repost somebody saying, you know, uh, there's going to be a lot of voters who, uh, you know, are not citizens. And he would post, how is this logical? And I mean, everything he's, he has been saying that, you know, Matt Walsh, you know, he's reposting Matt Walsh, <laughs> you know, who's talking about the border deal. Uh, He's, you know, uh, Greg Abbott, when he's talking, you know, he'll put a clip up and say absolutely true about the border. Uh, you know, and uh, he's he's so against this bill about and for border security uh, and these NGOs that are getting around, uh, you know, and repeating breaking the law. It's just I mean, he's so yeah. here's something that's not in the dirty dozen, or you tell me if it is and I missed it. <laughs> Laura Ingram talked extensively, I think it was last night, about yeah. the sl- sex slavery. Mm-hmm. That whenever you find the cartels and you get them to help you get across the border to the right spots where you can make it encounter our side and get your uh, parole papers and release to the interior through the NGOs, that... Um, they owe money to the cartels, and some of the cartels will take them to certain places in the U.S. and keep them hostage while they pay back their money through sex services. And we're not talking about just adults. could yeah. be children, too. Right. And that this whole border crap has turned into modern-day slavery and sex slavery. It is and not, sex tra- but it's not just sex trafficking. I'm sorry. We keep walking each other. I'm sorry. It's not just the immigrants, though, because I'm Charlotte's yard boy sex slave. Well, that's my choice. Uh, they're, they're, <laughs> the numbers before this border deal, the year before this border deal, were horrific. And the unaccompanied minors across the border, it, they were estimating 75,000, but it was more like 150,000 that they estimated that they knew about. And all of them were for sex trafficking. So if, if you codify young girls and young boys, it's absolutely, I can't even describe it. It would be just, it's horrible. Yeah. So if you codify this border deal, like they're proposing, all you're saying is, yep, we're going to have 
100,000 sex slaves a year or, or whatever the number is ridiculous about. That, that's what's stupid about this whole concept is we're legalizing criminal acts. Yeah. Yes. With more criminal acts. Yeah. And then we're sending the, the money. Uh, and why the hell do we have a border deal that has Ukraine funding? That's and, 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 Funding Israel, those should be separate. Uh, you guys have made a good you point. Say on separate that. those; those people go crazy. You guys have made a good point on that. We need to have bills that are just one thing only. This stuff about passing bills with all kinds. Of, and of course, you know, didn't Mike Johnson say he was going to try to su- submit a just a Israel bill? Maybe. Yep. yep. And, and, and it looks and people were uh, forming around him with ropes and chains, and you know, in, in the Senate or wherever he's, yeah. You know, up there in Washington, saying what a horrible human he was, and all sorts of things, just uh, for that. You know, my biggest disappointment today. I, I mean, I really considered Glenn. You couldn't have a better friend than Glenn. He's a, he's the best you could have. And I finally spill my guts about being a sex slave, and he just says, "I want to be serious here." He didn't take me seriously. Uh, James, James, James. Anyway, you, you can't rape the willing. Anyway, uh, <laughs> I don't know. Had Gene Carroll. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, yeah. That, that's just sour grapes. You know, she wants to go on a shocking spree. You know, you know. Um, you just gave me an idea for my tattoo. I don't have a tattoo. I've been wondering if I ever got one, what would it be? You just gave me my idea. And was that? <laughs> a traffic symbol on my chest, green light. <laughs> oh goodness! <laughs> this is gone in a direction. <laughs> all right, well, all right. So now, I got to tell you guys. Sometimes I think I want to just turn this thing on when you don't know the podcast is on because some of the pre, just you know, the pre-podcast stuff is really good. But. The, but Dwayne, you made a really good point, and I didn't want to forget it, so I, I, I made a mental note when I said we were going to talk about the bill. And then I was asking about this trucker type thing, what's going on down? And you go, hey, that's a completely different thing. What's going on in Washington, and what's going on in South Texas? <laughs> now, uh, you know the, the the list that I saw has Louisiana senators. So we're going to talk about the DC thing just a little bit long. Both senator, neither Louisiana senator. Cassidy or Kennedy has come out against the bill yet. I expect I expect Cassidy to endorse it if if it comes down to that. If they need him, Cassidy will go with the uh, with the liberals, with the communists. Uh, but he won't if they don't need him. They'll let him vote conservative so he can get reelected. Kennedy, on the other hand, what's up with that? Do they have a picture of him with a little boy or something? What's the deal? I think he's re- reading it. Well, that would be novel. What one line finger he's going to use for? I mean, that's exactly right. I mean, he is the he is the you know the king of one liners. That's for sure. I call it you know Norm Crosby. But um, anyway, um, so you think he may just be reading it? I, I will tell you that 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 Cassidy won't go one way or the other till they till we know they need him. But he will definitely vote. Even though we're a border state with Texas going with all going on going on down there, you would think that now I saw that our governor is uh, 
wanting to send Louisiana troops at our dollar, Louisiana dollar, down to Texas to help. Did you see that, National Guard? Yeah. Yeah. So, so Kennedy, National you Guard think. Help Texas. Well, Kennedy needs to say that. The Texas rate has radically decreased, and California and Arizona has shot up. Gary Lake called that. He yeah. called that. All right, but um, you, why doesn't Kennedy say that? Say, look, I don't want to be. I I, 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 I want to read the bill. Give me time. This is a three hundred page bill. I'll, I'll be back with you. I won't vote for it without reading it, though. But I, I, I doubt that that's why he's doing it. I, I, I'm so I feel I feel so confident that D.C. has been almost everybody there has been compromised, and you can tell the ones that have it because they won't shut up. You know uh, that Gates guy from Florida. I don't believe he's been bought off, or or, or not bought off, bought off. He hadn't gone into the orgies down in, in D.C. and had pictures of him doing it. Um, it nothing else explains it. Nothing explains these guys. Kennedy should have come out again by now. I'm, 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 you know, well, you know, it's, it's, you know, it's all about. I'm, I'm, a, I'm a Scott Adams. I'm beginning to think that uh, our whole system is a black bureaucracy. Yep, I agree. Well, yeah, I mean, they're talking about giving them until tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Maybe premature. Did the truckers get down to South Texas, or was that all just? Hype. They're down there. All right. What are they doing? Not sure, to be honest with you. Right, I know so. they're organizing. I think they, to me, they need to walk carefully because of January 6th. Well, yeah. that's Alex Jones. Uh, you know, uh, I got a text from um, from Boris, but he said it to me um, about, you know, this, what's going on down the border. And it was talking about some people with the, you know, the Homeland Security have have whistleblown that there was going to be a setup similar to, to J six. And so now everybody's aware of it. And so everybody's checking each other license and whatnot. So anyway, so what he is saying is go down there and just don't even really say much, just video and video and video and video, and video, just let's get more video than they could possibly put together. And so <laughs> supposedly if they're listening to Alex Jones, I don't know anything about that guy. Man, I can't, I don't, I've never been an Alex Jones guy. Barely. Only reason I know about him is because he, he, he was sued for defamation over that, that uh, nursery school or what that's uh, preschool yeah, or something. That got Sandy Hook, and and that's the only way I know of him. I don't even know about him, so I'm not endorsing anything he says. I don't know what he's about. I did watch that though because that was that that was sent to me, and I tracked it down. I got on Grok and said, "Hey, where did this originate?" And it sent me to Infowars. So now I'm on some type of watch this probably because I went. And, uh, but he is saying that it was definitely going to be a J6 setup. Truckers go down there. We don't want to give up our right to protest. If you don't go, then you give, you got to exercise your right to free speech. It's in Texas. Those, those Texas people aren't going to, the, the juries in Texas won't be like that. All right. So just going down there, do it peacefully. And film each other, and film other yeah. people, and and it just just everybody's got a camera, video, 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 video. So that's what I was wondering if they went down there, but it has been silent. You have, the news has not talked about these truck convoys, have they? No, I haven't seen them talk about it yet. I didn't see this. I've seen this on X. Yeah, and I haven't seen any pictures of it or anything. So I, I'm curious as to how that went. 
Um, I wouldn't be surprised if they – I mean, I, I would say that anytime there is uh, a right-wing, right, you know, anti-communist or right-wing protest or whatever, there's going to be infiltrated with FBI. And they all know that now. You know what I'm saying? I think everybody's going like, no, I don't think so. You're a fad and film them. But, it, you know, it, it, at least, you know, just think about that. Roy, Ray Epps, would have, he wouldn't even have to spend 60 days, you know, in jail. Mm-hmm. Did he even have to go? He just got probation, didn't he? Yeah, probation. <laughs> and I'm sure it's going to be expunged in a year. <laughs> yeah, because he's a fed. <laughs> he's there for me. So, so the, 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 what I understand is, is that Texas is not only putting up the razor wire now, they're putting up those big old border walls like Trump was building. Well, a lot of what I've heard about that is the border walls had doors that the Biden administration welded open. So mm-hmm. what I think they're doing is they're re-taking uh, those welds out so they can shut the doors and lock them. <laughs> well, I saw pictures of them putting it up, but that could have been seven years old. Who knows? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can't trust <laughs> video anymore. No, no. You can't. I but but so so does he, either one of you have any news on the border? What's going on down there? I, I mean, it's it, the way the way that Alex Jones makes it sound is that they're having trouble. They being the communist <laughs> Democratic Party is having trouble getting the the men on the ground to execute the plans of the president. In other words, they're not tearing the wire out like the, he wanted them to, and they're they're not. You know, they're. They're not going to arrest anybody for just being on their truck. They're, they're not doing any of that stuff, supposedly, according to Alex Jones. But, guys, please, anybody listen to this, I am not endorsing anything nor condemning anything Alex Jones says. I know nothing about that. Nothing. You know, he's he's too wild for me. Bon Gino, same way. I can't watch Bon Gino. You know, they, they're just. Well, uh, what everybody is going down there saying, oh, my God, I thought it was bad, but I didn't. Realize this. The number of people coming across. Yeah. Mm. I say it's, it's, and if you see some of the, I don't know if you've ever seen a zombie movie called World War Z. I just Um, know you told me about it. Yeah. If you're not looking carefully at these uh, videos of the border crossings, you would think it was a zombie apocalypse. All right. So just on a corner of your eye. By (laughs) by the way, I was while you were movie. we keep talking over Glenn. I'm so sorry. Um, and, and a while ago, I was wanting to make a real quick point before you went on to something very interesting, man. I, I, I think I was quiet because I wanted to hear what you were having to say. But I want to go back to this. One of the last podcasts, Dwayne, uh, he's 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 got a lot of big gym in him because sometimes he says things you think, what is he talking about? And then you find out he's right. Um, Dwayne, you remember you said that the census doesn't count citizens; it counts people and that florida and new york are losing people and they're replacing them with these bodies that don't even have to be citizens california and new york california and new york and uh sure enough um elon musk tweets the same thing so yeah he tweeted out exactly what yeah right after you said it not like two or three days after you said it he put it on that's what i think i think he's listening to us or he has a computer. We were on X, so you never know. 
But that, that was that was both of you are hitting it. I, I mean, I'm, I'm back because you know how busy I've been at work. I uh, I'm, I appreciate that. All right, so now that exactly as Carrie Lake said, supposedly now they're going in through Arizona and, and California. Both of them have Democrat governors. One of them, I think, both illegally. I think that I think Newsom lost that runoff. I mean, that excuse me, that uh, what do you call? So here's here's what I'm gonna t- tell you guys and your listeners put on your focals pay close attention to the state of new york and especially the big cities and the state of california especially the big cities and over the next handful of years five years watch what they do and what's in the news about what they're giving away to those new alien uh new um asylum seekers that are um what do, what do we say it's called pro, uh, not probate parole the parolees watch about the education the college education the health care the housing the food the guaranteed in- you watch the handouts that those two states are going to be trying to make a magnet for all of them to eventually move as many as they can move to those states and look at how bad Chicago, Illinois is trying to say, get out of here. We don't need you up here. This is not the place for you. But yet, you know, they're screaming when they just have a few. Um, and they're trying and they don't care about how bad it looks because they're trying to get rid of it. You watch. They're trying to like magnetic poles. They're trying to draw them to the New York state and the California state for the census. And they got plenty of time to do it. It's mm-hmm. not something they have to do overnight. Yeah, it's got to be about one year. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Now, did you Freudian slip? You said your listeners, not our listeners. No, I didn't. No, I, I, I did not. I didn't, what did I say? You said uh, this is for you and your listeners. You didn't. Our listeners. I'm sorry. <laughs> Thought he was distancing himself, Glenn. I, I haven't. I haven't went through the um, the ritual secret. Um, <laughs> the secret we have everybody after. Yeah. Yeah. No. You, you, don't. Haven't, you haven't invited me over to your woods at night with the seance dance in the woods and the fire ring and all that yet. Uh, no, you have. Um, you've done it. You don't realize it was pretty easy. I say, oh, okay. all right, we're gonna test, Glenn. Test, test, test. Dwayne, test, test, test. You passed. Oh wow! I did not realize that was it. <laughs> yep, you're you're in. You people in. All right. So you mentioned Chicago. You know, I want to say there's this clock that you could always go to on. You know, it starts at Friday at five o'clock and goes till sun uh, till Sunday morning, like two in the morning, and they count the number of people that's sick, but they do it, and it was like last weekend. It was nuts. How many people died in Chicago? It was crazy, and so it made the it made the headline on some some article, and it was just sitting there. The same above it though, above it, it says the United States going to vote on ceasefire or something like that, or, or, or um, yeah, um, Biden wants to vote on a ceasefire in in for Israel, and, and I went. Well, Israel needs to vote for a ceasefire in Chicago. <laughs> yeah, no doubt. <laughs> That's a good one. 
like that a lot. <laughs> hey, we're right there together, juxtaposition. <laughs> Wait a second. How do we get to vote? <laughs> what is yeah, real? Let's start that hashtag ceasefire in Chicago. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds good to me. I like that a lot. In fact, that's a little bit of the hashtag for today's show. <laughs> so anyway, what else is in the news, guys? It's got it was it's so full I can't remember. Dwayne gave a bunch of things to talk about. Yeah. Uh, also concerning the border, you, you know what Overton window is, right? Absolutely. We've talked about that extensively on here. Overton window for the yeah. guys. Oh, that is. There's a certain. Uh, topics that can be discussed on the right and the left, and then there's the middle. And so, if you go too far, too far to the right, or too far to the left, you can't. Oh, you can't talk about it. So you want to shift it towards the conservative. So you can't talk about left wing things, or you shift it to the left, you can't talk about right hand things. That's obviously well, well, this border proposed bill is showing you that they believe over the past three years they have shifted the window on this illegal immigration. Shifted it to the right. They think they have shifted so far to the radical left that they can codify this, which which is just a little bit down oh, from where they I, have radically been the past three years. See, I think that they that they're they're living in in la la land. Uh, I I believe that it shifted so far to the right now that you're starting to see you're starting to see liberal people saying no 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 this is ridiculous what you're doing. And pre- Presidential politics, they're saying we, we've got the trifecta going on, it, which is weird as they're all interconnected. So the three things people are worried about, regardless of party affiliation and how they voted in the past, is the economy, which it's always the economy, stupid, but the border, because <laughs> it's affecting them because they're being displaced and overrun, and it's crime, which there's a whole new element of crime. Now there's these illegals that are creating gangs, creating crime on top of crime, a whole new element, circle of crime. So all this stuff is interconnected, and I think it's going to sink. You're fixing to see the biggest landslide presidential election we've ever had in the history of our country. You think Trump could overcome the the margin of cheat? I I think they're going to be overwhelmed. They can't cheat enough. That's been your theory. I hope you're right. You know, I, when I coached baseball, I used to coach a lot. One of the things I emphasized to the players is that you're playing at the amateur level, and you're going to get umpires of varying, various, you know, different levels of competence, and that you've got to overcome that level of incompetency. You've got to win the game so that those umpires can't affect it. And that's basically what you're saying that we have to here is that. We have got to overwhelm the system where they can't possibly cheat. Uh, 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 my problem, my problem with that theory, Dwayne, I'm gonna let you answer. I promise. My problem with that theory is the gubernatorial election in Arizona. She beat it beyond the level of cheat, and they cheated anyway. They didn't care. They just said we're going to change the results to give Hobbs the win, like it or lump it, and they just changed the result. It's not. It's not just that you have to change the number of votes on your side, you have to change the heart, minds, and soul of some of the people in the middle and some of the people that were working on the other side. So think about the people that were involved on the left that felt the cheating was morally okay and the justification they had in their mind and their heart why that was okay because, you know, Trump was such an evil, horrible person. That 
that has been revealed to be a total lie. Even the left has had to report on some of that, that it was Russia, Russia, Russia was a hoax the whole time. It wasn't true. All this stuff was a lie. And the, and the, the Biden, Hunter Biden laptop was true. All this money coming from China, it was true. So these people have learned that. Now they're looking at, you're kicking my kids out of high school so that you can have these illegals come in here and the illegals are beating up cops and stealing. Shoot us the bird. Shoot us the bird. You're, start, you're starting to convince people that they have felt morally safe to help Biden cheat the last election that are now questioning should I do that again? Matter of fact, should I rat it out if I see it? Not only not participate, but tattletale if they catch it being done. So well, just, this, this, is, this is a complete different situation, this presidential election. Yeah, that woman from Michigan came out as a whistleblower, and the press, right and left, just annihilated her. Didn't like her accent or how she dressed or something, and it just... I don't know. I hope you're right. I, I, listen, I haven't taken the black pill. I truly, I, I, I'm, I'm telling you guys, I say this on the Wednesday podcast quite a bit. I, I, when I wake up in the morning, the very first thing I do is I reach over and I put my hand on my wife's head and I thank God for her. I, I am married to an angel. Uh, Isa Poinkayaki has been with me for years. And, um, and then I thank God for my comfortable bed and house. And then I pray for the deliverance from the freedom of from the evils, I pray for the the the, the, the defeat of the evil of communism. Uh, I, I, that's how important it is. To, it's right there, right past those two very very important things. I really truly believe that this is a force of evil and it can be defeated. It will be defeated, but I do think they're going to try again, Dwayne. Oh, they'll try. There's you, no doubt. I, I, I'm beginning to get the hint that they're going to try to not have an election at all, but they're going to do something so radical that they're going to say, hey, we just can't have an election. Too, too much chaos. Speaking of elections, today, Nevada primary is real interesting. After 2020, the Dem-controlled um, legislature there in Nevada changed from caucus to primary election statewide, and the uh, GOP didn't like that because Nevada was trying to allow it to be too sloppy with mail-in voting, even for primaries. So they <laughs> fought it, and they finally got caucus just for GOP. So today is a state-run primary for both parties. And then Thursday is a GOP-ran caucus for just the GOP. And guess the, the was it 26 delegates are only going to be awarded to who wins for the for the Republicans to who wins the Thursday caucus. Oh, okay. Nikki is not even running in the Thursday caucus. She's only running in the thing that doesn't even count today. Wow. So she, well, I don't, I don't understand that. Isn't that weird? Why would she even be participating? All right. Have they had the South Carolina primary yet? I think it's later this month. Okay, so they have not had it yet. No. And Trump's still up by double digits on her in that state. And she was governor there, right? I believe so, yeah. Yeah. That's her home state, she says, all the time. Man, she's a mess, huh? There's people saying that some of her big money backers will will tell her to to stop if she doesn't win that state or at least have a really strong show. Well, I mean, in... uh, 
again, I, I, I almost hate to say anything is right. I guess I'm asking you. I've seen headlines to the effect that most of our votes are coming from Democrats. Is that true or false? I think it's also never Trumpers. And it's, it's going to be the rhinos and the insiders and all the, the uniparty folks. Man, it sure looks like to be son of a bitch is a, a Trumper. I think it's a whole collection of people. You know, I, I heard this past week somebody described it. It's voting for Trump. Yep. And he's urging others to vote for Trump like your life depended on. Yep. Well, every time I see something son of a bitch says, it's like I told you Trump can't win it. Well, then you're seeing what was being said about probably he was a status supporter for a while, but he also in 2016 came out heavily for Trump. But he's not a, a MAGA guy, I would say. Uh, he's more like he goes, obviously, Trump's going to be the nominee. And he even urged everyone to do what Vivek did. DeSantis, he urged, you need your, your campaign's all screwed up. Why don't you step out now and Nikki Haley, you too, although she's being, you know, he's he's put forth the fact that she's being funded by the left. Uh, and, you know, just, you know, because Trump's going to win and when he runs for president, I'm voting for him. And he 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 anybody who kind of pushes back on that, you know, telling him he's wrong and they, they, they don't need Trump, he says. You're the same whiny people who didn't vote for Trump in 2016, and you're just part of the problem, kind of. And I'm paraphrasing a lot. He says a lot better than I do. But uh, he he has been he, – he, he doesn't want to be seen as pro-Trump necessarily as pro-conservative uh, agenda is what he's for. And he's more pragmatic. Uh, than most pundits you'll see. And I guarantee you that guy can look around corners like no one I've ever seen. Son of a bitch? Mm-hmm. What about uh, Roger Stone? Stone's Stone. Stone is his own thing. <laughs> I mean, the guy's he is, uh, he, Say what? Well, we're going to, I, I, again, we're walking on each other, but not intentionally. I apologize to our listeners. I don't mean to walk on screen. It's just there's a, there's a slight delay. We walk on each other. I apologize. Okay. Uh, is Roger Stone is he is just he's conservative, right? But he said this in a documentary I saw about him, and I still have never forgot it. He got, they said, "Don't you think all this you know gaming is wrong for politics?" And he said, "Winners make policy. That's who he is, in my opinion. Uh, he is about winning the day." And, you know, I'm not sure he cares how it happens, as long as it's legal. Now, he's always very careful about saying, you know, they said, well, you did this, this, and this. He goes, yeah, it's all legal. Well, you know, go ahead. Go ahead. See, we did it again. Go ahead. I have a question, James. It's more of a a legal question. So you've seen where the GOP in the past several weeks was thinking about having their committee vote and just declare Donald Trump the presumptive winner and let him have the nomination. Of course, there was a lot of pushback from the Nikki Haley party supporters. 
And I was trying to understand why even Donald Trump was saying, don't do that. I want to win by knockout. I don't want to win by somebody stopping the race. Yeah, he didn't want a TRO. Not TRO, TKO. He didn't want TKO. That's what it was. So, so, you know, he's in it to win it hard. And and I'm trying to understand why. And then I thought about the whole lawfare plus that's going on against Trump. If the GOP would have stopped the race and declared him the GOP presidential nominee, the winner, um, wouldn't that change a little bit of the whole lawfare landscape when it comes to you can't interfere with this 2024 presidential campaign race? You must accommodate me in somewhat with all this multiple lawfare and scheduling that's going on, you can't keep me tied up and off the road. That's a <laughs> constitutional right. All right, man, you were playing chess there. I didn't know where you're going. So basically what you're saying is Trump wants to be able to use the campaigning to be able to have excuses for why we should not be litigating right now. Correct or delays or whatever you call it. Yep. Yeah, I'll tell you why I wouldn't do that. Because I know that the powers that be in the National Republican Party are never Trumpers. They don't like it. And so anything they offer him, I would I would look I would look like um Glenn Wood's dog. <laughs> I go, what? I don't think so. <laughs> what are you up to? Well that's a good point. That's a good point. And, you know, they're talking um, that also that we're going to have the convention for the GOP one month ahead of the Democrats. And the Democrats have that month to think about what they're going to do and if they're going to have Biden step down and say he's decided not to move forward for whatever reason and have somebody swoop in at their convention. So O'Keefe got into the White House and they say that. There's no way that Big Mike Johnson is going to um, that, that Mike Big Mike is not going to run. What do you guys think? Well, that's based upon just what she said during an interview. She's not going to run because they're going to appoint her. Well, <laughs> she, no, she according to O'Keefe when he was under undercover, he was talking to somebody, not to her. He asked, "Do you think that she's going to want to be president?" And he, she does. She will not do that. No way. She has no desire to be president. That's what O'Keefe reported. And so now Roger Stone thinks that she will be. He will be. Whatever you call him will be the nominee. Um, I, 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 I don't know. I, I go back and forth on that one. I, I, mm, I think they would rather have the brain dead by. Or Michelle's already running it. I don't. See, I think. No, I don't think so. I don't think she has the brain power. I mean, you're talking about, you know, those people that get to that high level. I mean, look at at, at Ramaswamy Vandalik. I mean, that guy didn't even win. And look at the the power, the brain power that guy's got. I'm, when she gives speeches, a he, whatever, again, I, I came out sure what Big Mike is. What is that on the Saturday Night Live? Is that a guy or a girl? <laughs> What's that? Non-binary. No, they had a name for it. They didn't. There was. I don't know. I they, don't watch were, that. Oh, that was twenty years ago. Don't don't act like you did watch it twenty years ago. Twenty years ago. 
I did, but I don't know what you're talking about. They had a skit, and it was a guy-girl. You could not tell if it was a guy or girl. Pat? Huh? Pat, yes. Pat. That's what I think Michelle Obama is. She's Pat, so I don't know to call her a guy or girl. I'm going to call her Pat. Pat Obama. Um, anyway, um, I don't know. I don't know. Is that even interesting to you guys to see who is be, her be, his, who, who's going to be their nominee? Does it really matter who the nominee is? Uh, you know, maybe not. I don't know. It sure doesn't matter who's president right now. I, I can honestly say this, guys, to you. I can honestly say this. I think it is so rigged that I – I don't look at it anymore like I used to. Man, would I rather McCain or would I rather Dole? You know, I don't look at it like anymore. Is this is this rigged? <laughs> That's how I look at it. Okay, but they could throw in, you know, Mickey Mantle, and he's been dead since the seventies, um, and and he would win if they wanted to. Well, here's why I would counter that and say it isn't that rigged. It they they. At some point in the past, figured out they only need to be a little bit rigged, mm-hmm. and then they decided, well, it needed to be a little bit rigged in multiple lanes, multiple gotcha. um, facets of, so that they have some backup and some extra. They wouldn't be fighting with the lawfare so hard against Trump if they knew they had it in the back. Why are they going after? Why are they going after Elon Musk? I think lawfare is because that's one of their yeah that's one of their avenues of cheating is convincing the public of something that's not true and Elon Musk took that toy away from them plus you've got more engagement and more people using uh, Twitter X than ever before and it's most prevalent in the United States by the way over ninety million users right now more than ever. Twitter's ever had. Guys, I'm going to agree with you that, it's, that, that this is the I really believe. Some incredible number. Uh, wasn't, it, wasn't it ragged when he ran and he only did get one state and it was barely it was the home state of the other other pre- presidential candidate? I think that's what it looks like now, except that I think he'd even take Delaware. I think that this thing is so red, it's so right wing, and I think you're right. I think that's why Twitter is doing so well, uh, is because people are voting with their with their time and their clicks. Well, I, I guys, I think they're willing to cheat that much, but what you're saying, I, I get it, Dwayne. What you're saying is it's not just, it's not as easy because there's going to be more people willing to whistleblow now. Well, look at the voter bill, James. It was in secret. They came out on a Sunday. Normally what happened, Pelosi, it was the Pelosi thing. She would say, well, we've got to pass and know what's in it. The, remember the uh, Obamacare? The, the barely passed, but then they did some parliamentary trick that allowed it to pass, and the right. Obama signed it. That's the way things used to work. Okay, that that why is this one dead on arrival? I guarantee you, it's because Elon Musk said, "Call your senator," and also a lot of people on Twitter said. Call your senator now. Tell him to vote against this bill and expose what was really in this bill. And now it's dead on arrival. And that happened in a few days. Yeah, Mike Johnson. That's free speech. I think it was Mike Johnson that said, now that we see the text, it's worse than I suspected. I don't trust him. I don't trust Mike Johnson. 
I don't. I don't like. I don't trust him. I don't either. But he's also pragmatist. Let me go. He knows which one the wind is blowing. Let me go back and, and and try to make my point. I. You may be right. It still doesn't matter. My analysis is correct. I don't think the Democrats care who's at the top as long as they can control them. They think they can cheat. So I don't. I don't think it matters who they put up there. I. In fact, I don't think that there's anybody. If it was a legitimate election, I don't think they could put anybody up. There's nobody in the Democrat Party could beat Trump. If if it were fair, that's 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 my belief. That's why I think it's more likely they're saying we don't need elections because <laughs> that's this or this. Well, all right. So what would it take? What? Let's. Let, we got a few seconds. Let's. What? What do you think would, would be something that they could create between now and November that would say, "Look, you know, there's just no way we could have an election right now." Okay. Let me stunt this one out. You've got these truckers going to the Mexican border. They start clashing with the people coming across the border. There's violence. People start shooting. All of a sudden, there's this, they they make it even worse than January 6th and say, well, and it, it coincides very closely with when we're getting into main primary season, something like that. Gotcha. And that's what they're trying to do. They're trying to bait conservatives into violence. That's why I wasn't really for this truckers going down there and protesting the border because I thought that's what they're going to do. They're going to they're going to January sixth, and but this time they'll be shooting. Dwayne, what and you, that's what I think they're trying to get Republicans or conservatives or MAGA to do. So you're thinking they're going to try to provoke some type of of a semblance yeah. of rebellion? All right, shoot and actually have. Weapons fired because they tried to plant fake pipe bombs and that didn't work. All right, so yeah, so, because they got caught, you know, during the pipe bomb planting. Okay, what do you think, Dwayne? What could they do? Is it is that the way you see it too? World War Three won't do it. It have to be here, wouldn't it? Every scenario I can think of, there would be such outcry yeah. that they would provoke a civil war. Well, that's if what tried, I think. That's if, what Glenn's saying. For any reason you can imagine, they would they would have provoked a civil war. There would be a civil war would break out for a for real one. Yeah, uh, you know, for me, it's I think I think if it, it looks like Trump, the election was stolen from Trump. Let's say we stun it out, and it goes the way people are kind of saying now: Biden runs, and Trump, you know, he can't, and, and talking to dead people, Biden. You know, he starts talking to other dead people that he's met with recently. Uh, and then, uh, you know, we have that charade go ahead. And even with the entire media in the tank for Biden, then Trump gets up there and just has this energy and this the charisma that he has. And people are screaming and cheering. There's American flags everywhere like in 2020, except way worse. I mean, way more, but peaceful. And then all of a sudden Trump loses it because they stopped counting. You're going to see a civil war then. You're going to see something really, I mean, that makes January 6th look like nothing. So, you're, you're so yeah, you're assuming you, man march you, both think that, you both think the country's not ready, no matter what happens. This country's not ready to, to dispense with elections. They're not ready. For they're they're not going to tolerate an excuse to delay or not have the election, and they're not going to tolerate 
uh, a massive amount of cheating that's so obvious that even a 10th grader with average intelligence can tell that there was cheat taking place. So, so the latest headlines, again, me glancing, I'm, I'm depending on you guys to have read it, blacks and Latinos that are here legally, blacks obviously here legally, and Latinos are here legally, are falling in behind Trump. Is that true? Oh, yeah. Oh, that's true. Matter of fact, you start out in the black. That's very male-oriented, by the way. Yes. It's the males, young males of voting age who are registered, you know, breaking for Trump and for uh, the Latinos and the uh, African-Americans are breaking heavily for, for Trump. Yeah, that would make it hard to see. The blacks say it's real simple. With Trump, I work. And with Biden, I'm broke and no job. Okay, so then the next theory. Money under Trump is what they're saying. The next theory I've heard is is that if they determine determine that they can't cheat on the election this year for Trump, that they're going to focus on keeping the Senate and taking the House back. So he's basically impotent. Yeah. Well, and you see that happening. The other thing they've been doing massively is hiring political appointees, bureaucrats, and putting them as deep into the um, SES and the high-level civil service jobs as they can to embed a deeper state. All right. Now, when you do the civil service, you can't fire them. That's the problem, right? Yes and no. I mean, there's there's there is a process for firing and laying off and all that. Okay. And Donald Trump come up with the idea last time that he was going to implement it, but they got him. They cheated on the election, and he had to leave before he could implement that. Well, it, you know, obviously, I'd rather have him in there than not. Uh, and I and I I don't want to go again. I do believe that it can we could still win this thing, or I would be, you know, I would be taking the black pill and I'm not there at all. I just, my problem guys is that I don't see enough effort to stop the cheat. I don't see it happening. And I hope that you're right, that it, we just overwhelm the system. I know like in Louisiana, like when, when, when Trump ran last time, 2020, well, in fact, both, he had such a, a lead in Louisiana trying to cheat. It wouldn't have worked. It, you know, they couldn't have done it. So I get what you're saying. Take Louisiana on a big scale, and you can cheat all you want in New Orleans. You're still going to lose. You know, and so she yeah. cheat in Georgia. And you know. if you do, let's say the, we'll take the New Orleans analogy, and let's say uh, it was so overwhelming for Landry, for instance. But then all of a sudden, oh, we had a pipe burst, and late night. And we couldn't count everything. We, this morning, guess what? We have enough votes yeah. for the Democratic candidate. Then you would, what would Louisiana do? I mean, think about that for a minute. Well, it happened with Landrew. Don't, don't, that's how. I know, okay. it with Landrew, that was a different time, James. We didn't, we thought there was actually some type of, um, you know. Integrity. Yes. We thought there was integrity of some kind that was not everywhere. And plus, when you every time we've had these presidential elections, what happens at very end? It tightens up. The polls tighten up, whether they are or not, right? And so then it seems more plausible when, as a candidate, you didn't think was going to win. One, can they do that this time? We're too aware of it this time. 
All right. Well, let me ask you one last question before we go, because I thought about this when, when my family went down to New Orleans this last weekend, family Mardi Gras weekend with the Fraser G or PG rated. Um, they said that, you know, they went really supposedly to go see Les Miserables, which is, I love that play. But um, anyway, they said that the potholes are bad enough. It damaged one of the cars. I think it may have been Sarah's car got damaged with the potholes at New Orleans has fallen you know, into di- disrepair, um, it's all over. They said it's just everywhere. And so here they are, the biggest event New Orleans has every year. They're not putting on their, they're not putting their best foot forward. I understand. I think I read somewhere that, that Latoya, the destroyer, uh, the mayor there is, is in trouble, uh, maybe for some type of criminal behavior, but that right there is rumor. But where I'm going with it is, is New Orleans a net positive or a net negative to Louisiana, the rest of Louisiana. Traditionally, New Orleans, I think, is in their positive. The politics of New Orleans and Baton Rouge in general are negative. 504 area code, the old one. Um, um, what do you think, Dwayne? Uh, I think that New Orleans has turned to rot because of the Democrat policies and that New Orleans has traditionally been a positive and could be a positive again, but it's going to take all of us trying and it's going to take a different, different leadership down there. Okay. And it won't surprise you to tell you that I, if I ever went to New Orleans again, it would be too soon. I, I, I think that, that town is decadent. I think it's stinky. I, I get what you're saying. The history there is amazing and, and some of the architecture is amazing. Um, but I, I personally have punted on it. I have not, not obviously there's not, I don't think there's any chance. I wish we could. I wish we could just divide Louis, Louis and Anna and, but just let New Orleans go. Uh, and, and I, and I would be willing to let the 504 area code go. You know, the old one. Remember, it used to be if you were the east of the Mississippi, you were 504. If you were the west of the Mississippi, Louisiana, you were 318. A lot of people may not remember that, but. Uh, I used to say that even so. This tells you how long I felt this way. That in in high, late high school, early college, I wanted to secede from the 504 area code because I saw that I saw that we would be East Texas if we if we were to with if we were able to 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 break away from New Orleans, we would become a very very strong, almost libertarian state. We have we have the Mississippi River still on the West Bank. We would have Lake Charles has Calcasieu River is a wonderful uh, port. Uh, Cameron Parish has that that big cast plant. We would be fine. We don't need those guys. I I I, I wish there was a way we could do like they're trying to do in Oregon and break loose. Pete, not personally, just throwing that yeah. out there. And I'm not I'm not on it, but I just I just think I, I I really do believe it's a net negative. And I get what you're saying. It would be sad to lose that heritage but it's a bad heritage you know that we, we new orleans was thinking about seeding before they became a state um but, but you know before rita and katrina the evil twin sisters mm-hmm. new orleans had a population that was what 1.3 million pushing i didn't know it was over a million i thought it was under it, it, it was over a million and then after rita and katrina you had the immediate relocation shortly afterwards, and they stayed away for a long time. 
Um, a bunch went to the Houston area in Texas, some to Shreveport, and a lot to Baton Rouge. The good football players and, went to Bastrop. And, and, and New Orleans shrank down to under, uh, well, it was somewhere between 650 to 700,000. And I think it's swollen back up. It may be over 850 now. So we, we lost a lot, and I think we lost both good and bad. Um, but it may, it's kind of like when the conductor of the orchestra or the band says, you know, the more we clean up our piece and fix the errors as we get closer to our concert, uh, the more the errors that are left stand out and seem worse. And I think that's kind of what happened to New Orleans is when you had a lot of the bad and the good both leagues and what was left, the bad that was there just stands out and seems worse. And then this whole defund the police thing and the, the whole, the whole um, you know, Black Lives Matter movement really caused more problems in Louisiana. I think the problems down there in New Orleans can be turned around with, with good, uh, good leadership. Okay, but the only thing I want to, to argue on that is the timing of it because I was in college. I was in high school in late 70s, college, or late 70s, early 80s, and that's when I proposed the, the the secession so there must have been problems bad enough for this young college student to say yeah. I don't want to be part of that place I don't like that place I don't want to be part of it you know what I'm uh, saying I, was, I, I wasn't implying that the, the bad problems only existed after reading Katrina I was just picking up history from that point now you know real quick you know did did the world you remember they had the World Trade Fair, or whatever it was. The world. Yep. Did that help New Orleans? I heard it. It helped. And that Jackson Brewery and all that stuff it used to be just a rundown place, wasn't it? Yep. And they they, they fixed all that up. So government money. All right. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you guys are interesting. You really are. A lot of times I disagree with you on here, and then I go back and read other things and go, well, that government Dwayne and Glenn are right again. So I, I, you know, I would have a 98 point, whatever it is that Rush Limbaugh used to have accuracy rating, a 98.9 or something like that. He said, I would have that too, if I didn't have to argue with anybody. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I loved how he'd do that. He'd have somebody on the, uh, on the phone with him. And when he was ready, when Rush was ready to pontificate, he didn't say it, but, but he would turn off the volume to the person talking. So Trump could lecture. And then when he was finished, I mean, Trump, uh, Rush, and then when Rush was finished, he turned the volume back up. <laughs> uh, I, I miss that guy. Hey, guys, thank you so much. Um, we uh, will be back tomorrow with a, a discussion about what are we going to discuss yesterday? I mean, tomorrow. Uh, we're discussing. Oh, yeah. The new t- whether or not we're, we're going to discuss whether or not. The interpretation in the in later translations of, in the English Bible is that says that the punishment for eating of the apple for Eve was that she would have pain in her childbirth. Okay. And that that's sure. not actually what, if you look at the King's, as I call it, the King's English, the King James uh, doesn't say that. And that it basically is saying that, that, that the pain she's talking about is seeing her two sons fight and one kill the other. That that's the kind of thing that's going to happen is that you'll see. Some of your sons go right, some go wrong, and that's the pain of the woman, not the childbirth. Interesting concept. A guy named Klingler is the one that he recommended we hear, but we'll talk about that tomorrow.
And in the mean, and then we'll be back Thursday with um, technology and and more of the more of these fun things. Thank you guys for being on with us. And I want to know, Glenn, what kind of technology do we have in coffee that we can discuss Thursday? Well, uh, I, I don't know if we have time to go into that, but I'll give you a little preview. Um, there is delicious, wonderful aromas and. Those aromas cause people to have an uplift in their mood, enhancement in their cognitive ability. Everything goes up when you have wonderful aromas. And if you want incredible coffee aromas in, uh, in, in an area where you can relax and enjoy delicious coffee, boosted teas, all-natural Red Bull, uh, all sorts of delicious breakfast pastries, lunch, sandwiches, zap chips. You'll get to the hot in hot and PJs in Haunt, Louisiana, right by the pilot, and you'll have just the most wonderful day if you start or finish your day there at the hot and PJs. Could not have said it better myself. Thank you guys so very much. We'll be back. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.